I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Hello, everybody. Hi there, hi there, hi there. Hi there, hi there. Uh, welcome to Breaking Backwards. I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. I guess that part is covered in the intro that you've already heard. Um, uh, we just watched episode eight, Blood yeah. Money. And uh, now, uh, for all the questions it answered, it raised even more for me. Ra- yeah, no, it's good. That's good drama. Is it? That's good. Episode eight of this new show. That's how you want to keep butts in seats. Meg, how many B-pluses did this get? Uh, uh, one? One B-plus. Okay, <laughs> that's your highest score yet. Tied for several others. Uh, has it been B-plus for every episode at this point? There was one that was a B. And it was the appropriate one to be a B. It was like the most like table setty episode. Okay. Yeah, it was like not a very big action-packed episode, I remember yep. now. It's hard to keep it all straight for me. I know. You're uh, like, you are Guy Pierce in Memento. That's who you are. That's me. That's who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. You've got way too many tattoos. I do. Yeah, you got a bunch, she got a bunch of tattoos between this week and last week to remember what happened in last week's episode. It was hard to find a tattoo shop that was open during all of the whole... Uh, world being shut down. But oh, yeah, we're still, if you're listening to this in the future, we're still uh, staying at home because of the Rona. Uh, my, my, my Corona. I'm sure that's a really overdone that joke. Jo- yeah, that jo- has to have been done, right? I'm sure. I, I, I mean, have you heard it? I, the fruit is so low, it's in the ground. I'm I don't sorry. know. It's okay. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was fu- I've sung. I've hummed it to myself. Um. So, this episode opens, and it... Uh, I was at first like, oh, people are making out in that room. And guess what? No hanky-panky was happening at all. Wait, I'm sorry. You re- set this better. You do this better than I do, don't well, you? Well, because we need to put on our jackets. Oh, our ja- you're right. Okay, hold, We got to put on our jackets and go outside because it's cold out, but it's, we need a it's cold open. Rigid. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I, and I also, I got ahead of myself because this was <laughs> the raddest fucking episode Yeah, this start. was, I, it, oh, man, because... I couldn't tell because when when I saw the beginning of the cold open, I was like, "This why is there so much heavy metal playing over it?" And I was like, "Oh, that's just in my head when I see something fucking sick," which we saw a lot of skateboards, half pipes, um, um, people view. vandalizing stuff, which is Hell something yeah. I like. I like vandalizing stuff because it pisses off parents. Not yeah. you, but in in general, I know you are a parent, but yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, those I, dorky parents. Yeah, no, they're they're lame. They wear elastic waistband pants. No, I was like, why did the popular Nickelodeon show Rocket Power become live action and start at what I thought was the beginning of Breaking Bad? Because this is, they are fucking mm-hmm. shredding. I went to uh, the IMDb, and they are credited as Reggie, Otto, Twister, and Sam. Wow, that's Slash a- Squid. <laughs> that's, that's a fun callback. Yeah, so there yeah. Are, if you watch... Rocket power going forward, they take place in the same universe. That's so weird. That's really cool. Yeah. In this month of April, it's nice to receive an Easter egg like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're fucking shredding. Uh, and it's fuck, and like, just a moment of silence. It's fucking sick. 
And if you didn't think so, you're a narc. Well, what I thought was when uh, he did like a pop shove it onto a grail rind and then right back into the fucking bowl, like mm-hmm. that, that takes all day to plan out. That's not, yeah, yeah that's like a whole mm-hmm. thing. Of the two of us, Meg is the extreme sportsman. Uh, she surfs irregularly. That's true. I, if I, I do surf regularly. If we, if me and you got, if someone broke into where we were, put a gun to our head and says, one of you needs to make it to the X Games by next month or else you're fucking dead, you would be the one we would go with. I, you know, I, I think that I'm not super brave, though. I get, like, scared that I'm going to hurt I mean, my teeth. Yeah, man. I broke off a little filling the other day. Oh, fuck. Biting a nail. Yeah, you got to figure that out. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, as it's clear that um, as a 32-year-old woman, I will be probably going to the X Games sometime mm-hmm. in the next couple months. Um, I don't Look know. Look out, that. Sean White. Yeah, watch out. Is the X is snowboarding covered in the X Games? I thought it was it all just skateboarding. Has to be. I've never. I've seen as many. X Games events as I have seen full games of XFL. Okay, so I'm going to go with zero? Yeah. (laughs) So zero for both? Yep. Oh my god, are we wearing matching sweatpants? Or Uh, pajama bottoms? Oh my god, I think we are. Oh my god, that's adorable. (laughs) We are remote right now. I am in Iowa, once again the heartland, the real America, flyover country, and Meg is in Hollyweird. I I call it the beach. I'm by the beach. Yeah, yeah, she's by the beach. Yeah. And uh, we're both wearing the same pajama bottoms. Kind of flannel plants. Mine are from Victoria's Secret. Uh, well, so are yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mine are from my dad and stepmother got us all uh, matching pajama bottoms one Christmas, and we all took a family photo in them. That's sweet. And well, yeah, a little syrupy, but okay. I uh, mean, I would like to it, have that with my kids. It's very sweet. I, I, I'm going to cut out that I said that mean thing. Um, <laughs> I, it was very sweet. It's a good, it's a fucking good photo. Aw, that's yeah. nice. I love all my parents, all four of them. Um, okay, so they're doing sick tricks. And, mm. uh, and can we just talk about this the whole time? I kind of so wish, cool. because there's a lot of like, just to imagine the amount of like, they went and hired like a bunch of like professional skateboarders that wasn't like and, okay one thing about this episode i don't know if you saw directed by brian cranston oh so he so he's directing it so brian cranston is out there going like okay that's good can you do that trick again <laughs> well they must have a stunt coordinator that's familiar with those things don't you think or you think brian cranston just fucking loves skateboarding no i know obviously i know we know you know the circles i run in brian cranston loves skateboarding yeah and he yeah, directed yeah. the shit out of this yeah no they got They're, they got some good shots yeah this wasn't in the script. <laughs> he was just this like was, impromptu skate session. He's like, this is my first time in the director chair. I want it to be fucking rad. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get my boys on the phone. That sounds and, right. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, happen. bring me the fellas from Venice Beach Skate, skate Park. We're going to tear this shit up. Yeah. I mean, I've always wondered about that. If people actually do like use a, 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 a drained pool as a you know, I don't know. All, all I know, this is more like trivia. This episode, they take like a week to film each episode. Mm. Six days, just the skateboarding. <laughs> that's that's a fact. That's a certifiable that's a fact. fact. And it's not because they needed it. They were just rocking too hard. That's fair. Okay, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> uh, 
So we see the coolest thing we've ever seen ever on screen. Yes. And then I guess we cut outside and I guess Walter's there. But it's it's Walt. It's it's a flashback. Yes. I was uh, oh, pretty much like, what? <laughs> For a little bit there, you had to talk me down from uh, yeah, what was I mean, crisis I, mode. I love the Netflix party uh, live chat that we do. But stuff like that, I do wish I could hear you go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, we've talked about this before, but on Netflix party, it does give me a moment to not be like, what's that? Who's this? And and then I generally just like start to, I get that out of my system. And then eventually I just start to posit questions or just hypotheticals. Your chat function broke in the middle of our episode. But at some point I started going like, man, think of how much easier it'd be if you and I just moved to Albuquerque and we were like the kings of comedy in Albuquerque. Like just like, it would be, I would, is that like what we really want? Like maybe it is. Maybe we want to just be. I I think in three years, let's do it. (laughs) Just fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go to Albuquerque. Yeah. Be good at comedy there. If this if this podcast takes off, we will be kings. Yes, and we will. Yeah, it'll be the best. Uh, uh, oh, so he goes. So this we saw a little cut down version of this in the first episode. We did, and, and I, I yeah yeah. When we watched that live, you were like, uh, they kind of are cutting around real fast, and now you can kind of see it's because that the audience watching this in I quote unquote the right order already kind of saw this scene. I understand that now, yeah. But I, I didn't know uh, that I was... Obviously, I didn't know that I was missing anything. But now I feel like really cheated that they didn't even give you a little taste of the skateboarders. Uh, yeah, I felt... Yeah, I was pissed off. Um, but yeah, so we see Brian Cranston in the house. We see him seeing what his house has become. We see him uh, get the ricin uh, vial, the vial of ricin. And, um, which I still have yet to, I've heard talked about a lot, but I have not seen implemented in any way. Uh, well, he was, he was in Olivia with, oh, you're right. What a silly me. We talked about it for like 40 minutes. I mean, all I need to say is that like, uh, people have been like, oh, ricin's a whole thing, honey. And they say it exactly like that. Oh, you've heard it like outside the show. Yeah, because I was like, I just know about he got ricin. Like I, I it was yeah. like after we recorded the first episode, and people were like, "Go oh, buckle up for ricin." Uh, and then I've heard it talked about in a couple other episodes. But um, so he gets the ricin, and I think he just leaves, right? Or he took the garbage yeah. out or something, and he, he leaves. He, nah, he, he just he goes in, he gets it, he like stares at the wall, and he sees like his old like er, the word Heisenberg mm-hmm. is there. Sorry, I burped a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking a bubbly, and it's making little burps come out. Uh, and then he sees Carol, who is an under five. Yes, she is. Uh, um, I don't we'll know. Get to her. So does she? Does, what did she say? Did she just say like Walt? Walter? Why? Oh, I don't think she said anything. So then she's a featured extra. Oh no! But then later on, when they in the first scene, uh, back in the timeline that you and I are in. Um, when they're like leaving the lawn party, he goes, "Hey, Carol," and she's watering her plants. She oh. goes, "Hey, Walt." Yeah. Okay, you're right. I'm. Is that a featured extra? Even though you're like doing a lot of acting with your face and like, I, do, I don't if, know. If you don't have a line, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I don't think it's a co-star if you're not talking. I'll get back like, to you I, on that. I was thinking about that when I was making my under fives list. The homeless man at the end who doesn't say anything. He says like, is, "You got anything?" I thought. Oh, does he? Yeah. Right. That makes that a lot easier. <laughs> Because I was going to have to throw him in the trash if he doesn't have a line. We don't deal with featured extras on this show. They're garbage. 
<laughs> Under fives only. Um, they make a good amount of money for the day. They don't do too bad. But yeah, but yeah. if you ain't talking, you ain't on my radar. That's fair. That's that's how dating works for me as well. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, have you ever been on one of those dates where they just don't say it? I actually have yeah, uh, yeah. been on a date where they do not talk. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm in the same, where they're just kind of quietly like, uh-huh. Just kind of quiet, and you ask all the questions you have for a stranger, and you're like, you gotta, gotta bounce something back to me. Yeah. I can't just keep serving tennis balls. You gotta hit them back. Just a little lobbing softies yeah, at you. <laughs> I'm, lob- I'm lobbing you just the... I'm lobbing you just prime rib to eat up. You gotta, gotta give me something. The eat lobbing you prime rib to eat up. I would love I, it I if eat. a man was lobbing <laughs> softies of prime rib at me with the tennis racket, and I just tried to eat them, and that was our first date. I feel like this is the most creative first date I was ever on. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> we're off the rails. I'm sorry. Uh, it, no, it's fine. I'm glad we put on. Let's take our jackets off. Okay, because I was getting warm. We're, at, um, yeah, we're out of the cold open. Yes. Uh, so then we're at the party. Then I thought there was hanky panky. It just turned out to be hanky. Yep. You, did you make that joke before you realized Hank was in the bathroom? Right. I yes. I was like, is so hanky you, panky happening? Because I thought cause like. Because they, they zoom in on that door. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of just sounded like it didn't. Because of how it's shot and you're hearing, like, the party happen, I thought, like, two people were just laughing and fooling around in the bathroom or something. Uh, And so I was like, is there Hanky Panky in there? And then it came out. He came out. And I was like, it's just Hanky. And then I uh, stared at myself in the mirror for a long time. Very cute. I loved it. No, (laughs) because I think you typed that Hanky Panky. And I was like, oh, my God. She doesn't know what what a great joke she made. (laughs) Well, thanks. Because then Hanky walks out. And he kind of looks. Fucking shook. Yeah, he looks shook. Uh, you, that you that is what you texted me. Um, yeah, what did you think? Well, uh, you know, I I this seemed like from the get go an episode that is like, oh, I need to see the one that precedes this so that I really can understand this moment. <laughs> I feel like that's a familiar feeling. We're gonna. Yeah, I mean that's every episode. They're very good at cliffhangers. Uh, there's only yeah. a few of those where I was like, oh, okay, that's can, that story has completed. We need, a, we need a new term because for you, the cliffhanger comes at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and, like I, 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 we need a new term for that. We need to get like, you... familiar with like. Uh, belaying terms like rock climbing yeah. terms, and then we can make an informed phrase. I yeah, so I guess a placeholder would just be that was a belay. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. Because the cliffhanger at the end, where like you're like, oh shit, Hank knows, like you know what happens after that. Yeah, and obviously they get dragged out to the desert by Nazis, and Hank gets shot in the face. You know this. <laughs> I just know it, but there is a new feeling for this that I have not really experienced much while watching television, which is when I see the yellow race car, like when we get to that part, like I have a moment of like, oh, I, my brain gets a little, like it twitches because it's like, you'll understand everything now. Uh, and I, I understand. Wait, what about the yellow race car? Just because it was- I under, because it's at the beginning of the, the episode from last week that starts with mm-hmm. that yellow race car in the, or on Saturday, right. I guess. It, the oh, yellow race car, kind of the um, remote control car, rather. It was something that was like, it stuck out because 
of whatever um where how it opened up this episode and then when I see it towards the end of this one I'm like oh okay so now I can like staple those pieces together I know where this is gonna start where I know how this ends kind of um Mm -hmm. so in this instance I know that something he just had his whole like some earth shattering revelation, but I don't know exactly what it is. So I just need yeah, to. Yeah, and so because like last episode opened up, and all you knew was that like, ooh, they had some some hot man words. Yeah, and they're and, staring at each other. And they're going, whoa, 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 whoa yada, yada. Yeah. And was it was it interesting? Because one thing I picked up on this one was like, I always try to put myself in your head when I when we watch these. Um, was it interesting watching Walt just be like cordial to Hank at the beginning? Yeah, I that's always it, that was weird because he wasn't even like acting in that contrived way where he's kind of lying. He was just being nice to Hank, um, and Hank had information that Walt didn't. Right, so yeah. um, that was definitely one of the few times where like he's not lying when he talks to other adults, which is interesting, you know. Yeah, because one thing that's cool about, like, the serialized drama is the big status quo shifts. Obviously, this episode features one, because uh, going forward, Walt and Hank are, like, adversaries. Yeah. And But for you, you just kind of get put in a new status quo without warning. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think kind of cool uh, about watching these backwards with you. And so it, when, when I saw them interact, I was like, oh, this is new. This is very different. Yeah, they've always either been uh, not alive or... Uh, <laughs> or uh had these this information knew what the other knew about you know what i mean so uh in this instance this is where that has changed and uh then it'll change again really soon um so that'll be very interesting uh oh because he gets uh, because then yeah no in the episode before this they'll both like the what the i like the dynamic of knowledge will change i guess yeah because walt doesn't know that uh, hank is on to him and then Hank Walt will think that, yeah, and Hank won't be on to him, and so that he really will have the upper hand. I, when I was watching this the first time, I remember really thinking that was cool, because when Hank finds out, you're like, oh, but we're going to have to be a, a bunch of episodes of Hank knowing, but Walt not knowing he knows. And then, like, right away, uh, that garage scene happened, and I was like, oh, sweet. Oh, my God. So I have no idea what the next episodes are going to be like. Yeah, I guess that's... Um... That was one thing I that also occurred to me while watching this, which was, was like, oh, okay, so he clearly just pieced this together, and he's already confronting him about it. Yeah. Uh, and I know that it escalates quickly because I've seen the next episode, um, which is, uh, yeah, I thought that there would be, I don't know, he just they're just good at writing this story because I thought that that would be like, oh, it jumped the shark or yeah, like you said, I have to sit through this to wait for some more momentum to happen. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> uh, speak, okay, you just, you just uh, tipped your hat to the writers and said they did a good job. Yes. Uh, I, there was a question I wanted to ask you that that reminds me of. Now that we're like, we're halfway through the fifth season, mm-hmm. um, are you, like when we started this, like, yeah, fuck it, we'll watch it backwards. That'll be really fun, this show I've never seen. Now that you kind of, and you kind of admitted, you're like, I thought it was just going to be like a drama that everyone likes. Yeah. And, but it's like better than you thought it'd be. Are you a little bit like, oh man, now I kind of do wish I would have watched this. Or are you still like, fuck it, ride or die. I'm like, fuck it, ride or die. All right, cool. uh, <laughs> there's very little, uh, 
when it comes to shows that I'm, I mean, it still exists when I want to watch it the right way. I'll watch it the right way. You know, that's why. Oh, that. Thank you. Because I (laughs) I think that we need a new word for what spoilers are. I think that's because that that implies that a thing is now ruined. Yeah. You can still watch the thing. It's still like you can't spoil it by putting the images and sounds in my head. I can get a piece of information, but everything else is still there. I, you know, I, I love Harry Potter and I know you don't, but, uh, like. I don't not like it. I just don't think, I think they're fine. Yeah. Well, so I, uh. When I discovered Harry Potter, it wasn't when I was a kid. It was like when I was pregnant with my daughter and then like directly after having her. And uh, I didn't read the books. And I saw the movies first. I didn't read the books and uh, until I like had read everything else about it on like um, Wikipedia or whatever. So I understood all the storylines, but I still felt like I got a lot out of it when I sat down and read the whole series. So like there's no real way f- to spoil content that is like exists forever do you know what i mean and that i am interested in you're still gonna see how it actually works and moves and yeah you can't spoil that yeah i mean yeah what i like i'm trying to think of an example like yeah i I wouldn't have wanted someone to come up to me and been like hank dies this episode i'd been like ah fuck but i still would have watched it it wouldn't be spoiled yeah i'd have been a little miffed yeah but um, I, I wouldn't be like, well, shit, now I'm not going to watch. I just, I know people who got like, I'm air quoting things spoiled and then didn't stop watching the thing. And that's insane to me. <laughs> just because they, they. I'm like, well, still fucking watch it. It's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or I have a bunch of friends who watched the, who did watch, because the, when the Breaking Bad finale aired, it was like a huge thing. Like everyone was talking about it. Aaron Paul was on SNL like the week before it was like everyone was talking about it and I had a bunch of friends who didn't see the show but because they kind of got like caught up in it and watched the finale and then I go oh you should watch the show and I'm like well I saw the finale I'm like, watch the fucking show yeah like if you watch it how there's so much more I can't even yeah. know just seven or eight episodes in <laughs> like there's so much more I was gonna say I was gonna ask you um remind me is was this the mid-season finale or the mid-season yeah premiere? I kind of wish I would have told you that uh it would have been the mid this would have been the mid-season premiere in the original run okay so yeah that makes sense for this one yeah yeah because obviously we'll see next week but it clearly ended on some sort of cliffhanger yeah okay so and y- then the, the belay this week was really big <laughs> Yes. Um, so uh, Hank pretends he's got a bad tum tum because yeah, he's got he's pooping every. He's like, I just I, shit up a storm in your bathroom, and I gotta go. I broke the toilet, and uh, it's yeah, overflowing. Then, it's just he's just he almost went down like a wet sock because all the poop was out of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's like, we gotta go right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, and you're, I mean, I've been to some bad parties where I have done that. Where you've pretended to have the runs or whatever? Well, not the runs, but I've been like, I feel really sick and I want to go. I I feel like I did that as a kid. I don't think I've done that as an adult. If, if ever I've been like feeling shitty at a party, it's because I legitimately like started to feel sick and shitty, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, as a kid, I tried to pull that all the time because I did not like hanging out with my family. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's overwhelming. Okay. Uh, so then Hank leaves. We see Carol again. She uh, graduates. She sorry, belt my belt burped again. Bubbly, stop it. Um, she graduates from featured extra, which we don't care about, yes. to under five, which we put on a pedestal. And 
then uh, oh hank has a spell book yeah what was up with hank and his witchcraft book i was like he, look he has a spell book he tears out of the bathroom with all his hexes they do <laughs> They kind of infer what that book is later. Did you not pick up on that? Well, it seemed like he had... Uh, well, are you talking about when he pulls down that like file with the folio with the evidence mm, in it or no? No, I'm talking when Walt is looking around the house for a book. Oh, um, is his Walt Whitman book or whatever? Yeah. Okay, then, yes, apparently that I didn't connect the dots until right then. Yeah, that's not a spoiler because he, he mentions like the cover and like blah, blah, blah. And he, he's like notices it's missing from the bathroom. Okay. Um, the, on top of the shed. Oh, where yeah, where the, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, when he's throwing up because Walt might be pregnant. <laughs> uh, that's why he's throwing up. He had morning sickness. That's rough. Morning sickness is hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you have had morning sickness. I've had is, morning sickness. You've had two morning sicknesses. No, I have a really, when I am pregnant, I have a really bad thing called hyperemesis where you throw up 20 times a day. It's really intense. It's like extra. It, is it exactly 20, no more, no less? <laughs> um, for a That's while, crazy. it was like that for four months, like exactly 20. Uh, so it was like morning sickness times 10. Uh, it also, Kate, the, uh, her royal highness, uh, Princess Kate, also has it. So her and her are kind of like sisters, if you think about it. Who is that? Um princess kate uh that is that kate middleton yeah no yeah i don't know anything about the royal family my now former sketch team that makes me sad because i moved uh made fun of me for how just how i don't i don't know nothing i didn't realize princess diana was a princess by marriage <laughs> uh, i i didn't i'm like the queen's like the queen that's been the queen forever right and, and that's all that's fair no and i he, mean and, oh. and also I don't care to know. That's that's okay. Know that a lady who calls herself, a, who is called a princess, also threw up a lot. And it's like a okay. medical condition. I had to like have an IV in my arm at my house because uh, I like couldn't Jesus. drink water. It was really bad. I don't want to have any more babies. It's, they're very yeah, hard for, for the, me. For the listeners, I, I did not know Meg when she, when I met Meg, the two kids were already there. And I assumed they were always there. So I did not meet <laughs> pregnant Meg. Uh, that's not a lot of people knew pregnant Meg. So yeah, Walt's pregnant and he's just like barfing. yeah, barfing left and right. Um, and uh, but I feel like we jumped around a little there. Uh, I think we got here. I got the wiki. Well, we didn't have uh, how Hank like. I was at a panic attack. I can't tell. Yeah, I think so. And uh, so yeah, he has a panic attack. He he crashes into someone's lawn, uh, and then. They kind of infer that he was in the emergency room for three hours. Don't kind of infer. They say he was in the emergency room for three hours. Um, and uh, They say he didn't have a heart attack, so it's probably something yeah. mental. Oh, we forgot to... Sorry. Uh, you picked up that uh, Marie mentioned Carol in the first episode, right? Yeah, because she was like saying like, oh, uh, Carol, She when she calls Skylar to say like, okay... Back when her thing was being on the phone. Yes, and being on the phone and seeming serious, uh, mm -hmm. she called to say, to warn Skylar that Walt was back in town, and the way that she knew Walt was back in town was that her neighbor, Carol, uh, saw her, saw him, and he said hi, and she lost her shit completely. Pretty cool. They set that up in the pilot and then paid it off eight <laughs> episodes later. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Good job, Vince. Yeah. Anyway... Um, so yeah, and then when he gets back from the hospital, he goes into his garage and looks up a file folder with a name on it that I made sure you just paid attention to. Gail was a B in the last name. 
Yeah. And you haven't heard that name before? I don't think I've heard Gail. I don't know, though. I'm not going to say anything else then. Um, but he just kind of, he does some detective shit is what really all you need to know. I didn't know Gail was a man. Like, I thought Gail oh. may have been a woman until Whoopsie. there was some other. No, they, they explained that it was a man. So I really don't think I heard Gail oh, okay. yet. That's all. Okay, cool. Uh, and yeah, and that's kind of like they, there's some parts from later in the show that you see through Hank's files and stuff, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. So now I've seen that like chicken logo a little bit and they talk about the chicken place. So I know to know when chicken starts getting brought up that things are about yeah. to get interesting. And, uh, and it seems like, well, it's a really violent guy because it seems like Hank is investigating or has all these like deaths linked to this heisenberg guy because they are going through when he's going through the files in the garage uh oh here is a general question i asked you but didn't get a response on is marie a dentist no okay (laughs) but she's some type of doctor yes it's not a spoiler, but I kind of don't want to tell you. I kind of want you to figure it out. <laughs> well, I definitely know she's, because she had the white jacket on today. I was like, she looks like a goddamn I know she go, there's a really funny little monologue she has about her job that really isn't integral to the plot, but I kind of want you to experience it <laughs> when it happens. Okay, right on. Later on. Okay, fair. Um, and so, well, we'll see if each week if you can figure out what Marie's job is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Um, so then let's see, uh, Hank has all the files. He goes through them. We see that there was at least like six different, like heinous violent crimes that are all linked to the Heisenberg. And he see, there's a picture with the guy with the hat on and the glasses and stuff. Yeah. There's two little, uh, detective montages. There's, there's that one where all his buddies bring the boxes over. And then there's the quickie one he does in the garage with just Gail better, Gail's folder. Yes. Yeah, that's the one where he's looking at like the letters and stuff. The handwriting. Yeah, yeah. that's. I just wanted to put that in your in your noodle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, okay. And then we got uh, we got uh, some little just we we get a glimpse into what could be just a small stakes drama about running a car wash, <laughs> which I would watch. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about laundering money and how it might be better to have two car washes instead of one if they're going to launder all that money. It would seem like it would be better to spread those assets out on two different areas, right? Yeah, one thing I like about the show and uh, is they, they kind of, they do like, they have like little like moments that like real humans have that it, a lot of times just gets glossed over on TV. Like, um... Him mentioning, like, we could put this by the five-hour energy drinks. I thought it was cool. Or, like, uh, Walt Jr. mentioned, be like, we have some Pepto, Uncle Hank, uh, yeah. earlier. And that's just kind of a throwaway line. I, there's better examples, but I can't think of any right now. But uh, the one thing that kind of undercuts the realism for me, I don't like that they, it's called, like, the A1 car wash, and they say have an A1 day. <laughs> no place does that. I I don't know. When I worked at Blockbuster, like there was shit we had to say and had to offer and had to try really? to sell. Yeah, and it was a bummer. Like I, I get I get trying to sell stuff. Like her selling upselling the the waxing makes sense, but having a one day, I'm like I want like a thing you have to say. I you've never had like a customer service job where they like were like make sure you do 
uh, make sure you have, tell him to have a, or like, no. I guess they never like had a script for me to say like a specific thing, but they'd always be like, make sure you welcome people and make sure you try to sell this and make sure you. I've had that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. And, and I currently work in customer service. Um, not, not as a real job. I'm preparing for a role. I'm in the business. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we don't have to say anything on the well we used to we don't even do phone calls anymore mm. uh now it's just email and uh i'm a big fan of that <laughs> so lydia enters the car wash yeah lydia enters the car wash <laughs> and um i thought that you know skylar had been aware of lydia for a lot longer than she had uh the fact that this was the first time that um skylar had seen lydia i thought was interesting um and then uh she goes inside and talks to Walt, who is kind of like, hey, I'm over here, not bothering nobody. I'm out of the game. Leave me alone. Um, and they have like a weird conversation. And uh, then she leaves. And then Sky- oh, she says uh, the meth that they're making right now with the operation he left is 68% pure, 32% diarrhea. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, just come back, come on, we need you. Just a couple days job. just to walk us through. And he said it was a flawless process, but they're all idiots. They're all, they're all silly. And then we've seen, I think, because the n- last episode we saw what they're dealing with, all that shit underground. Yes. But yeah. to, for, as far as I know and how I viewed it in the last episode... I thought that might have just been like a one-off other, like that meth lab. I, I had never seen those guys before and still haven't seen them again. They've only existed in that show for that, that three true. and a half minute scene where they all died. So I was like, man, no, weird um, that she oh. killed them all. She wanted the Nazi meth. It's better. It's better. Um, but anyhow, so uh, when she leaves, Skylar's like, who would wash a rental car? Uh, who was that lady? And then he's like, she tried to fucking give me to cook meth. And Skylar stomps out and is like, stay away from my husband. And that's pretty much the whole conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just get and then later or earlier, they referenced it or Todd did. And he's like, you saw a lady at a car wash? Yes. You, you, didn't, you didn't see her. <laughs> and uh, I remember that. I thought it was in the last, in the first episode, it was actually in the second. Um mm-hmm. And then what I'm happens sorry next? I'm for correcting you. I just knew it. No, you have to let me. You got to keep me in my place. I just, no. I haven't seen it as much as you have. It's just a fact. No, I'm not, it's, it's bad. Uh, I've seen it too many times. So what is, what happens next? Uh, uh, let's cut to, let's just go through the Jesse stuff. Oh, okay. Because uh, we kind of did all the Walt stuff and we'll, we'll circle back to Walt and Hank at the end. Okay, yeah. So uh, yeah. Jesse seems to be having a hard time, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's having a, he's bombed out and... Well, because we come with Jesse. Uh, he's with like Matt Jones. He's with Badger and that other skinny guy. You know Matt Jones, right? I haven't met him, but you've met him. But you have, you have friends of friends with him. I, uh, I, yeah, friends who are close with him. Yeah, that's what Hollywood's like, you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, they're doing that cool, that fun little Star Trek bit. Yeah, I liked. I, I liked the idea, which I enjoyed. I, I really liked Badger pitching a spec. I was like, this yeah, is so awesome. great. It made me feel just at home because I was like, oh, people pitching specs, this is what I know. Yeah. Um, I've been on both sides of that table. I the, get the, the, the spec pitching table? The spec pitching table. I've taken I've taken pitches. I've given pitches. You're very big in the uh, spec world. I'm very big in the spec world. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I'll, I'll lob specs at you with my tennis racket all day. 
Um, so he's doing, he's pitching his spec, but he just has to write it down. And during all of this insane, stupid crap, uh, Jesse gets fed up and leaves. And then he goes to Saul's office and he's waiting for a long time and nobody's helping him. So he starts smoking weed. He rolls a doob, uh, uh, which is pretty cool. He was the, well, the doob was pre-rolled. Uh, but, um, yeah. And then they're like, fine, we'll, uh. He'll see you now. And when he goes in, I think Bob Odenkirk maybe might have just gotten a massage with a happy ending. Yeah, and I think maybe he came a bunch. A bunch? Yeah. Do you think he just comes loads and loads? It's not like a little... He comes loads and loads. I I think it took some long. They were wiping everything down. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm sorry... If you don't like that listener, that makes you uncomfortable. But we, we like loads and loads. <laughs> we love loads of load. We love loads of loads of loads. <laughs> anyway, uh, they Jesse gives him uh, bags of money. Yeah, five million dollars. Uh, two point five to go to Kaylee Ermintrout. Okay. Uh, and do you know who that well, is? Well, I know it's Mike's granddaughter. That's God. I okay. didn't remember the last name. I remember Kaylee. Yeah. And, and you haven't, and you, we've heard about Mike a little bit. Yes. Uh, we hear about him later this episode. Yes. Um, he must be a big he's, deal. He's the new Hank, uh, the person that's only referred to. Oh, I did in the past, for some reason, ah, we don't have to get into it, never mind. Uh, I, in the past, oh, <laughs> saw who I know to be the character of Hank, or who I know to be the character of Mike and thought it was Hank. <gasps> Uh, oh, so got it. I got, I got those two confused cause they're just like kind of weird looking just like, bald white guys. Yeah. Wait, how did you, when did you see Mike? Uh, I saw an ad for better call Saul. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that, you can't really avoid and that. And I said, that's uh, Hank. And the people that were with me were like, no, that's Mike. And I was like, oh, no, it's it. Hank. Uh, cause okay. I don't know. So that makes sense. my bad. Uh, no, no, it's okay. No, I, I just wish you didn't know who he was. So that when he shows up, uh, you'd be like, who's this man? Well, I also, I feel like his tenure on the show coincided with when he began on community because his character replaced Chevy Chase on community. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and so I think like his season must have wrapped up, like the fifth season must have wrapped. And then he went straight to like, the Yahoo streaming I, of community or something. I, th- I don't know if I'm right. I th- I'm pretty sure he wasn't in the Yahoo season. Oh. He was in the season right the last season on NBC. Oh, oh and, and he went I, somewhere? I thought Paget Brewster and him were on it till the I end. I could be wrong. Okay. I didn't finish the Yahoo season. I just remember him being there once and then for one the whole season and be like, this is dope. He's in, a, <laughs> he's in a comedy. This is hilarious. And then him being gone. Um... I you you already know he's on Better Call Saul. I think a little bit has to do with uh, he he started doing that. Okay, I to to talk about Community for one second. Uh, yeah, let's do it. I I when Paget Brewster and he got on that like joined Community, even though it had like kind of deviated away. I enjoyed Paget Brewster's character so much, and I liked his character too. And who is Paget Brewster? Do you remember the woman who kind of came and uh, she was like very business minded? I think she was taking oh, over like is a part. Paget Brewster? Yeah. Oh, I liked her a lot. I, I don't remember that. I need, need to rewatch it. My brother's about to watch Community 
during the quarantine. And it's weird telling someone to watch that because you have to explain. So the fourth season, the creator got fired, but then they brought him back later. So there's this weird season that's like basic as hell. Yeah. And it's just, I, I can't, rewatching that must be really weird. Yeah. I Actually, somebody I know from high school is just discovered uh, community and talking about how everybody needs to watch it on Instagram and like made like very a lot of Instagram stories about how great it is and it's like yeah I it's a great show but what are you like that, you've that's just like found when out? I in high school discovered the band My Chemical Romance and <laughs> loved it and thought they were I was like damn I discovered this sick band and everyone's like I mean they're pretty big yeah they've been around since and I was like telling something. everyone I was like I was like no guys you gotta hear these folks I think they're up and comers and like they were one one album away from breaking up, and like <laughs> they'd have their run. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny stuff. But okay, so uh, Jesse is trying to give the money away. He uh, gets talked down from it to, to Kaylee Irma Trout and who else? Uh, Drew Shaper or something. Drew Drew Sharp's uh, yeah, Drew Sharp's <laughs> fan. Sorry, yes, and I thought no, yeah, we can call him Drew Shaper. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought he was mentioned, if Drew is a kid, I think they mentioned him in that video that um, Jesse makes and that we yeah. see in the first or second episode of this series, the way we watched it. Um, so I know that kid's dead too. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then um, uh, Saul is like, hey, this is a bad idea. There's the, this money will attract too much attention. Please don't. Um, and then I... I know that, and then the next time we see Jesse, he's getting the money returned to him by Walt, who's trying to kind of talk him off a ledge. Um, mm -hmm. And Jesse's kind of like, I think you killed him. I think you killed Mike. Yeah, and... I think you did it! But this was weird, because, like, I don't, I don't have an answer to this one. I couldn't tell by the acting. I know that Mike's dead. Uh, do we... Do you I could have sworn they had said that he was dead... In other episodes they, they we watched. They said, Jesse yelled at Walt. He's like, because you'll kill me just like you killed Mike. And Walter doesn't confirm or deny. He just hugs Jesse. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so we don't know. I'm just saying we don't know. But he brought up good reasons. He had a justifiable, like, he had a justifiable reason for suspecting that Mike was dead. Well, yeah. I mean, Walter has clearly done some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, look, I mean, look at him. He's in trouble. Yeah, he's he's a big time trouble guy. Um, and hot as hell, but yeah, not, just yeah, that bald. He looks so good bald. What is he that? He does look really good bald. Well, yeah, uh, it, I think it's the goatee. I I think I don't like it in real life when dudes are mad. Like I don't like it. But for something about when Walt gets mad, that's pretty sexy. Uh, really? I don't know what it is. I mean, even when I think maybe I just like men acting mad. I think it's a little sexy. But when men are mad around me in real life, I'm like, stop it. You're so stupid. Um, I, when I get mad, I just get really quiet. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I just I just I just hush up. I'm just, hmm. <laughs> that's that's probably sensible. Right. That's a good way to deal with it. It's not like you. I guess. I don't know. Well, because I'm also like, I'm pretty easily annoyed mm. too, like in domestic situations. Um, and so I just, I, when I'm annoyed, I also do that. I just go, hmm. And so I just, I wonder if I just seem mad all the time to roommates and stuff. Well, it sounds like you are mad in those instances if you're annoyed and you bristle up it's like not, that. It's, not, it's a spectrum. It's sometimes I'm mad and sometimes I'm just a little annoyed. I need to be by myself. 
That's fair. To her I like on my own. I mean, I need my I need my alone time too. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's we're stuck in the house. We really can't do much. Um, so then, uh, I what was the resolution to that scene with the, him returning the money? Was it like just keep this money and fuck off, or what was it? Pretty much. Hold on. Uh, it, well, because most of the scene was Walt just kind of explains like I would not kill Mike. Why well, would not do that? Blah, blah, blah. And Jesse kind of be like, all right, so Mike's alive. Mike's alive, I guess. Uh, and uh, and he's like, he can take care of his own granddaughter. And then I think it cuts to, after that, maybe there's a scene in between to him giving the money to the homeless man mm. who's who's an under five, right? He's so we an under five. Him. We can talk yeah. about okay. him, yeah. Yeah, because if he's not, then we would, we would ignore him <laughs> straight up. Uh, and... Yeah. Oh, and then after this is where Walt's looking for leaves of grass. Uh, yes. Okay, so... Um, oh, wait, but I guess Jesse, he throws all the money in the playground and we... That's I thought this was going to be a much more spectacular scene other than him just, like, lobbing money out of the car like he was a early morning newspaper boy. Like, the way they made it sound in earlier episodes, I thought this was going to be, like, him on the highway just, like throwing cash everywhere but it was just i don't get why this was as much of a spectacle as it was other than he crashed because he just was throwing money at a totally asleep street it wasn't like he was going through a major like downtown area like passing out money at bars or something i I think it was like a poor neighborhood so like it just got a little more attention and also what's jesse doing with that kind of money that right that brings up questions so like he got reported sure and like like yeah and then he was just he was loitering. <laughs> At the park after hours? Yeah. That's a big one. My mom got arrested for that when she was a teenager, so... Did she now? Yeah. And probably got, doing the same thing, throwing money at people. I got the bike, the little bike police in West Hollywood uh, sent on me one time because I was trying... Oh, God, this is dumb. I was, <laughs> I was like, in a, I was in a moment where I was like kind of struggling. I wasn't doing anything creative and I wasn't like happy with myself. And I watched a YouTube video on like doing a dopamine fast, okay. which is... A day where you literally don't look at your phone or any screen. You don't read, watch TV, um, or eat. You just drink water all day. Um, and all you're allowed to do is just walk around or write in a notebook. And I was like, that sounds like something that'll help me. And it, it fucking didn't. I stopped at like 3 p.m. Uh, but I like went to like this little park. It's it's like this little park in WeHo. Uh and I just laid on the ground, and then the bike cops came up, like, after 40 minutes. and like, uh, people have said you were just laying down here. You got to go. Wow. That's very surprising. I can't believe that. That's not that long to be laying on the ground at a park in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, they're very nice. It wasn't, okay. It wasn't, oh, God, how do I describe this? It was like a, a mini park at an intersection. Does that make sense? So it was, so, like, on the median? Like, in the median, kind of? No, it wasn't in the median. Oh, fuck. I wish I knew the cross. Remember the cross street. It was on Santa Monica and another street that's not Santa Monica. I get, okay, I think it was probably San Vicente. I'm just going to guess it was San Vicente. Maybe. And it's, like, on either side of the cross street are two little mini parks with a little park bench and a patch grass. And in Google Maps, it says park. And so I thought, I can lay down here. Sure. Because I'm really hungry. Yeah. And uh, they got bike cops on me. And I was just like, okay. All right, well, um, bye. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that, that must have been something else. I saw, a, I, I haven't had the cops uh, 
sicked on me in L.A., but um, I recently had a lifeguard tell me to get off the beach when I went surfing. That because of the Rona? Yeah, because of Rona. They closed yeah. the water. I was very upset. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, anyways. If I, yeah. if I didn't hate the beach, I'd be more upset about it. But uh, you, you, For someone who hates the beach, you came down to the beach an awful lot. So thank you for doing that. my friend Meg by the beach. <laughs> if I lived in the mountains, like, do you actually like snow? At least would you like playing oh, the snow? Oh, I, I would have loved it if you lived in the mountains. Other than like it would take I, I, four I like hours mountains. to get there. but Yeah, yeah well, that, would, that wouldn't have been fun. But I mean, I... I listened to a lot of podcasts, so the drive down to you wasn't that bad. That's nice. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I loved it. Just, it just sucked when in the day I had to do it. Yeah, I've always had after, a lot of sympathy for that. I've always felt terrible about that. Oh, yeah, but you always had snacks. That's true. Remember there were a few times, or like at least once or twice, you came to my house to like park. Once you came to my house to park your car for like when you went back to Iowa for Christmas, and then you literally like came, picked up your car key from me, and took a bunch of snacks and left. Mm-hmm. Sure did. That was good. Um, anyway. Big fan. Big fan of snacks. Yeah. So all, all I mean to say about that scene with Jesse was the way they spoke of it, the DEA agents, and the it was a lot less spectacular than I thought it was. So that was a little bit of a left down. I thought he was going to be like uh, in like a, like on the hood of a car, like just throwing money everywhere and like pointing to people. Throwing money everywhere and. I just thought like, there was going to be more spectacle. That's all. The way you describe it, it sounds like when they found him, there would have been like a crowd around him being like, this guy's nuts. But it was like a sleep, like one guy found him in a park. I guess I misinterpreted it. I thought it was going to be a crowd. Okay. I'm just, all right. <laughs> this is our first fight. This is, this is weird. Let's not fight today. Yeah. We're having so such a nice conversation. Uh, okay, so uh, that that's dropped it from an A to a B plus for Meg, and uh, then Walt is looking for leaves of grass. He cannot find notices, it. Cannot find it because he just he wants some fucking poems. Yeah, you got to read poems right before bed. It right before bed, or else you'll have you'll be backed up. Yeah, you'll you're you're you'll have a sad colon. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then uh, after he can't find the book, is that when he starts to realize? Oh, because he lays down in bed, and they talk about he and Skylar talk about Hank's tummy issues, uh, and that he hasn't been to work all week. And he goes outside and checks. And this was when I was like, "Oh, this is a really horny episode," because he's in his underwear a lot for this scene with a, with a noticeable bulge. Yeah, like a. I don't know if it's mostly pubes or if he's got like huge balls or, or balls or what. Either way, either way is good, but different. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah. he checks under his car, and there is a tracker, and he has a he realizes something. And mm-hmm. am I? And that was a that was a weird line because he thinks he says, "Me thinks a spy beyond me now," and I thought that was. Just not that was another one like having a one day where it brought me out of the realism of the show because it felt like Shakespearean. Yeah, me thinks, and I I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like when he went up to Carol, who is still standing out there doing taking out her, her yeah, watering her plants, and goes, "What is this? What is this, Carol? Tell me, tell me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really got in that woman's face in the middle of the night, yeah. which I didn't appreciate. Yeah, D- tell me what it doth be, or I will smite thee <laughs> with. Where's my book of witchcraft? Um, my book of wind, leaves of grass, I need it. <laughs> uh, and then is that when he gets in his car and he drives up to Hank? Is that right? Or I think, I think he waits the next day because he's not. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He, sorry. he, he, looks, he looks less hot. 
Yeah, well, because he has uh, all those clothes on. He has all those clothes on, which I wish I wish he didn't. Ditto. Uh, um, and then he, uh, he just kind of like talks about hanging. He's like, "Hey, how's work going? Oh, good. Ah, cool. Anyway, this is gonna sound crazy, but do you know what this is?" And then he has that cool shut the garage moment. Yeah. And he punches him, which also horny. Yes. Yeah, very horny. Two men beating each other up. So in this scene, does uh, does Walt not defend himself because he doesn't want to strike a DEA agent or because he's trying to maintain his innocence in a different way? Uh, like, why doesn't he defend himself here? I think Hank just seems tougher. I, Hank I is a sturdy little tank of a man. Yeah, yeah he's a little... T- I think he was just like, ah, fuck, my brother-in-law punched me. Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, hey, dick, what? Yeah. But even even in that moment right before he gets punched, he goes like, I don't like the way you're looking at me. And even like, ah, he's really good at acting because I was like, oh, he fell right into that contrived lying shit that I hate. Yeah. And he did it right there and he did it well. I respect it, mm-hmm. but I hate watching it. I know. It's frustrating, especially because he looks like a bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then later on, they kind of reference that uh, Hank punched him when Walt makes his sex tape. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they kind of little, they mention a few, they sprinkle a few breadcrumbs for things that we might see later on. Oh. Uh. Because uh, Hank's like, you did this thing, and then you did this thing? Uh-oh. I don't know. Why am I not remembering it? It's okay. You don't need to remember the specifics. Okay. They'll come up. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then, the, oh, it has one of my favorite ending lines, which is, he's like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. And then Walt kind of goes into tough guy mode. He's like, if that's the case. Oh yeah. It's best you tread lightly. Oh, because then Walt tries to he Walt he says like, "Hey, there's I'm never gonna see the inside of a jail cell yeah. because I'm so sick and my cancer's back and, and I'm gonna be gone in six months and even if you got it, yeah." So I did he remember sad, part of it. He does sad cancer man until that's not working and then he does mean man. Yeah. And that's the episode. And then we know where that goes. Here's uh, just a general thought uh, between watching this show. And then also, uh, tangential, but my point is valid, I think they're related, Uh, between watching this show and then consuming Tiger King, which was popular last month, uh, I really wonder what you have to do in this country to get in trouble with the cops, because uh, how well did Walt cover his tracks where they're like, being a suspect of murder and running a drug lord operation won't get you like seriously looked at by the DEA. Like we've talked, they talked about it in other episodes where uh, Hank was like, Hey, this is going to be my career. Uh, If uh, once I turn this in, I have to have proof, but I don't have enough proof to like cement it. Like uh, in this instance, it's like how I feel like if I littered, I'd get arrested. Like how are these people killing and everything I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess that's what we'll find out, how he covers up those crimes. Mm, he must be very have silly. Have, you, have we seen him on the show actually do any crimes? Have we seen him commit the crime? No. Any, any crimes? I don't. Like, so we don't even know if he's actually a criminal. He could be like, dude, why do you think this is me? Well, he kind of abducted his child. Uh, uh, it's his baby. <laughs> yeah you're right okay i'm gonna cut that out uh, yeah i guess so uh and he does a range of hits 
Oh, uh, I guess that's a crime. But that was self-defense? Was it? Oh, he does murder a bunch of Nazis. Yes. So there's that there's is, that glaring one. I don't I know if he has a that. license for that gun either. Um, oh, no, he didn't have a permit. <laughs> he does break into a car and steals it. Oh, that's a big crime. Yeah, right off the bat, he commits a crime. Yeah, okay, he commits a crime the first thing we see. <laughs> All right, you're right. He's a, sent him to hell. Um, okay, so I've kind of made some B-plus jokes, but what, rate, what grade do you give this episode? I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I think probably a B-plus. B-plus, yeah. okay. Um, and let's talk about some under five. Under five. First, first up, uh, rounding up the, uh, I don't know how they introduced basketball players, which I was trying to do, uh, when all the basketball players oh. run out and the announcer announces them. We have homeless man, uh, in danger of being a featured extra, but he ended up being, uh, under five, Wayne DeHart. Wayne. Whoa, 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 Wayne. Wayne, you are officially welcome to be a guest on this podcast. All right. Uh, and some of your other credits include RoboCop 2, Looper, and the Peanut Butter Falcon this year. Wow, cool. <laughs> and apparently you're a regular on some show called Tropical Cocktails. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Wow, wow. Next up, we've got, I don't know which one is which, but we have DEA Agent Artie and DEA Agent Scott. I'm pretty sure they both talk. All right, DEA uh, agents Roddy, Robbie, and Scott. Joe Nemers and Chad Brummett. Joe is in. I'm going to read him really quickly. Uh, his, he was in uh, some movie with. Is that Jason Statham called Snitch? Or is that at The Rock? He was in Mad Money. And he was in. Most recently. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, the Sun, a TV series. I've never heard of it. Anyway. Uh, you're welcome on this podcast, Joe, to tell us all about the sun. And then, uh, Chad, Chad, what were you in? Chad Brummett, please come on our podcast. <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad. Uh, Chad can be found in such films as 310 to Yuma, Ooh. Transcendence, and, uh, blah, blah, Jane Got a Gun in 2015. Chad. All right, and... Bringing up the rear. It's uh, Debbie Parker playing Min Yi, the woman who jerked off Bob Odenkirk. Oh, what a part to have. Now, that's what an all star. Holy shit. Starring in such hit feature films as Vegas Vacation, where she did stunts. Okay. And a movie called Metro, where she did stunts. So she's a stunt woman. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, it must be quite the stunt oh. to handle Bob Odenkirk's hog. Yeah, but her most recent role, Breaking Bad, this episode. Oh, right on. Come back, men. Make your big comeback on this show. Men. Men, 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 men. All right, next up we got the Cheryl with all the Carol, because she plays Carol, Cheryl Ford Menti. Cheryl Ford Menti. Cheryl. Oh, and just a lovely... Headshot on IMDb. You look like a sweet woman who wants to teach me piano. Uh, in such films as Breaking Bad and an episode of Preacher as Nurse. All right, Cheryl. So, she, yeah, so big. Yeah, you're really an AMC Corner Cheryl. We appreciate it. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> Next up in route. Oh, then we have Pedro Garcia as Mariano. 
technically a featured extra in this episode. Oh, because he didn't have anything to say, really. So, he was just in um, the background. We're going to cut that out that we even mentioned his name. He shouldn't get a mention here. If he, Well, wait. Uh, if he's a reoccurring character, he doesn't need to talk in every episode. He might be in... But a, he's only in these He's only in these two episodes. Oh, is he? I'll say that. Yeah, he's not in any other episode. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Maybe a featured extra that got bumped up to under five? Maybe, yeah. Maybe the cast just fucking loved working with him, and they're like, give him a line. All right, all right. Okay, Pedro, you're you're welcome on our podcast anytime. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah. How many do we got there? We got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. There's all five of them. All right. So five under five. You're all welcome. Anytime. Uh, you can all follow us on Twitter. Oh, go ahead. Follow, reach out on Twitter and be like, yo, I'm this person. Uh, then send us a photo of you holding today's newspaper so we know it's you. And yeah, I, we, want, we want you on here. We want your takes. I think we should find their social media information if they have it and like at them when we promote the episodes on the different social media streams they definitely except for cheryl they definitely all have yeah we should do that and see if they also lauren sharp sorry oh yeah yeah, lauren sharp you should all follow her uh what's ll cool sharp it's ll cool sharp yeah okay we're yeah we're actually me and meg have not released a single episode yet and we're doing that this week and uh you should uh follow lauren sharp (laughs) or we should tag her in the post um oh okay we might cut all this out um should we address the uh, elephant in the room? I mean, uh, if you want to, I guess. Yeah, go for it. Uh, we found online two years ago, two boys made a podcast called Breaking Backwards, where in the intro, they used the Breaking Bad theme. Backwards. Reverse. Yeah. <laughs> and with the premise, the exact same as ours. So uh, they had only recorded one episode in the year of our Lord 2018. Looks like they didn't finish it. Uh so me and Meg decided to uh, to bear it forward. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we already have a couple episodes in the can, so we're gonna just you know continue as though uh, nothing's happened, nothing's changed. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. We, yep. we uh, felt a little a little miffed when I felt so clever that uh, about making the podcast name and uh, some other jabroni somewhere came up with the exact same name, so. Not the most clever name, turns out. Well, to think about it this way, there's like seven or eight billion people on the planet. Only one other person came up and even followed through that a little we bit. Know well, of. the internet didn't show me anything else. But one thing, all right, so I, I listened to their episode where they just watched the finale. One, one of them hadn't seen it, and one of them had, I have notes. Mm. Uh, I, uh, they, uh, he kind of shamed the person who hadn't seen the show and was watching the finale for the first time for ruining the show. And as we talked about it in this episode, I didn't like that. I I definitely enjoy, I think it's more fun to listen to somebody it, kind of encouraging it rather than, you know, the, yeah, like shaming the dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So we wish you would have followed through because we would have liked to see your journey. Uh, we're also glad you didn't because then we definitely wouldn't be able to do this podcast. <laughs> Um, I hope to God we don't find out you did and we just were bad at finding it. That's fair. Um, it's, I wouldn't bother. It's a basic fucking premise for a podcast, but the fact that it's the same name is like, ugh. if they actually followed through, we would not be able to do ours. Well, I, to be fair, I went through and it was very easy to get all the social media handles as breaking backwards. So okay. I don't think that if there's, if, if they did follow through, they used a totally different handle. 
All right, new lane. We actually came out with ours first. Okay. They tricked the YouTube algorithm into making it look like theirs was posted two years ago. There we go. They're liars. They're fake. Scoundrels. And they're trying to bring down me and Meg because we're big in Hollywood. We're big Hollywood uh, executives and hot shots. Big Hollywood executives who do things like work customer service jobs for years at a time just to research a role. Yes. You're, that's commitment. And yeah. That's commitment. And we just, we toss specs like some people toss salad. Yep. <laughs> that's... Was, was that... I meant that as the actual tossing salad, not licking a butthole. Oh, okay. But take that. What? Well, you know, either way, I, I think it that. works. Either way, I think it applies. I, I eat spec scripts like I eat buttholes is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Uh, and if you want to eat a butthole or a spec script, you should subscribe. Like, share, comment. Share. You may follow Lauren Sharp for yeah, sure. Yeah, LL Cool Sharp. LL Cool Sharp. She's very funny. Yes. Um, we have to tell her she's not allowed to promote this podcast at all. Why? Why? <laughs> she's the only friend who's not allowed to. <laughs> Can other people promote her being on the podcast? Oh, 100%. <laughs> she, we need to keep her pure. She needs to remain completely separate. <laughs> We've got to compartmentalize the Lauren Sharp we know in real life and the one we promote in here. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and we need to tell all our friends to promote it and say that Lauren Sharp was very funny on this podcast. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I guess until next time. Time. Uh, good, good. A mighty good Heisenberg to you, fair listener. Fair listener. Yes. Uh, goodbye. Bye.